Welcome back to Freeze Frame, where we stop and take a moment to discuss the heavily talked about news this week having to do with movies, TV, streaming, and pop culture. This episode, what is episode? This is episode 33. 33 and my yep, name is yep. Vincent DeSantis, and this is Ryder Maldonado, as you know him best, baby. What is going on, Ryder? How are we doing today? How are we feeling? Hey, we're doing great. Uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. It's early morning, good. and uh, I'm looking at the news here, and I'm like, finally, there's not a lot of Marvel or DC news. It's just it's just other stuff, you know. Good. That's what I enjoy. I'm glad. Even though I love variety is the spice of life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. variety is the spice of life. Variety, you know. But um, uh, got a lot real of quick, today. if you're on YouTube and you listen to audio platforms, a review for Freeze Frame would really, really help us out. It gets us higher on the podcast charts and everything. Also, if you're on audio platforms listening and you've never checked out our YouTube, it would mean a lot if you guys would check out our YouTube. We're getting close to a thousand subscribers. We hit 900 this week, which is you so thank you guys so much we also have a discord a community discord down there you can jump on in there we talk uh, a lot about stuff people post articles for us to read on these podcasts uh we talk about our other videos and stuff like that and we have tiktok if you like tiktok we go live on tiktok we post videos on tiktok all sorts of stuff wrap-ups what 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 and whatnot and, and whatnot. whatnot yeah honestly okay, that's what, what it is. is yeah it's whatnot you know and then you can catch us on twitter and instagram of course i'd, I'd say twitter's like our most active platform so that's yeah. pretty much mm-hmm. that's our that's your best bet. But thank you guys for rocking with us. We got some interesting stuff to go over today. Uh, Ryder, what do you want to start with? We can start off with No Time to Die. I'll briefly mention it. So here's a little kind you of- You saw it. I have uh, not. Yeah, yeah. So that's why, I, you know, I'll give a non-spoiler review and I'll kind of give my thoughts. I kind of told you briefly. Now, Ryder. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. Last week, Cheesy texts me uh-huh. after he watches last week's episode of Freeze Frame. And he said, Ryder said he did not spoil Venom. And then he spoiled Venom. And I was, what? I was, like, I was like, okay, so no spoilers for No Time to Die. Tell me your thoughts, but I don't want to hear any plot points at all. I admit, I did kind of spoil it because I was trying to be like, talk about yeah. it. <laughs> but right. yeah, I'm sorry That's for those fair. of you no, that were... Good listening and hadn't seen venom too yet but i mean <laughs> even if i spoil it for you i'm doing you a service because of yeah based on we'll talk about that yeah, in a yeah. <laughs> yeah. we'll get but there in a second one film i won't spoil is no time to die because there are heavy spoilers in this film but yeah. i'm gonna say initial thoughts or I, I think it's one of the better bond films you know i feel like people kind of had their okay. gripes with specter which mm-hmm. i've loved i like all, them all you know they're all great in their own way right? yeah I mean, especially Spectre. I know people like didn't like it at all, and it took me like maybe a year, or two years after it came out to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This is fine. I, I had a good time watching it. Like, this is good." Yeah. Yeah. Blofeld is a great villain, and uh, I'd say Blofeld is probably one of the better villains. And then, of course, the villain from Casino Royale is probably one of the best. But uh, oh, Rami Malek was interesting. Him. He was a weirdo, but uh, definitely, you know, mid tier, mid tier. You know, so he, he's not sure. like iconic. Definitely like. Okay. It's not about the story, the villain. It's more about Bond, and it's very dramatic. Like, yes, there's great action to accompany yeah. the drama with him and, and his uh, love interest, uh, Madeleine Swan. Sure. And it's very dramatic about who Bond is and kind of the overarching story from Casino Royale. Yeah. It connects back to all of them. And Really? It's, yeah, it's a very, like, you know, th- we know okay. it's, it's Bond's. There's no spoilers. We know it's his last film. Like, Daniel yeah. Craig's telling everybody it's, this is his last one. They're looking for a new Bond. Yeah. So it's very. So they much, wrap it up nice. They wrap it up nice, and and Good. you know it's it might be controversial. Yeah, you, you know I'm interested. To oh, hear I can't wait. Your thoughts I cannot and wait. how people think, but it was definitely a ride. It was a ride. All right, here's my question. Um, James and I were talking about the James Bond movie. We're seeing it on Saturday, I believe. Nice. Um, he has not seen Spectre. Should he watch Spectre like today or tomorrow before we go, or is it completely necessary? Because it's a long movie too. You know, it's hard to fit in. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it, so I'm stoked. But. There- 
you know, with Madeline, you know, how we met her, sure. there's a little bit there, but, you know, you really get more depth of Madeline in this movie. You know, like the story okay. starts in this movie. Yes, there are callbacks to Spectre because it's the Spectre organization, like, is the mm. bad guys. There's, you know, the bad guy, they're the bad guys in the whole casino around. Yeah. So it's kind of like that's the reveal of Spectre. So you kind of, ah, you would kind of need a little bit of that. Okay. But, you know, if you're I, watching the movie, you're like, what's Spectre? You're like, they're the bad guys from the last movie. That's really it. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. I'll, I'll talk about it with him because I'm down to rewatch yeah. that too before the movie. I'll probably get more out of No Time to Die if I rewatch it. Yeah. So. I think, I think you we'll will. See. Yeah. It adds okay. to it. But cool. now we can get to the probably the better movie of the year. No, <laughs> just kidding, I'm kidding. Venom One 2. Of... Let's hear it. Guys, <laughs> I I was, oh my God, I go, I'm so excited to watch Venom, okay? I go into the theater, I'm like, if this is anything like the first movie, I know it's going to be bad, but it's going to be like a fun time. Because I love, really? I loved like Venom and Eddie Brock's like back and forth stuff in Venom 1. I thought that was so much fun. This movie was so hard to sit through i was like actually squirming in my seat because of how <laughs> awfully written this movie was like in the first 20 minutes i was like i'm like actually like squirming around like i had like put my leg up uh -huh. i'm like how much longer of this do i have to watch it, it was, was that weird. bad woody harrelson didn't even save the movie dude it, yeah like, he did what he could oh my script, God. But it was weird that they made him like the, it felt like he was trying to be a young guy you know what I mean? Like with the it love interest, so like, yeah. like he's going for this type of thing. Like you it just know. made it more creepy. Yeah, it was, and they it try was to creepy. make you feel for him. Like he's like he's like, oh, I murdered my mom and my grandma. Yeah, yeah. But I've been in prison and I'm away from my love. So yeah, like, yeah. It's like I was abused I was like, by so them. Like, oh, yeah, I was like, whatever. He's a psychopath. Dude, you're, you're a serial killer, man. Yeah, don't have a sympathizer. <laughs> I I just I thought the plot was horrid. I I thought the writing was like way off. Like mm -hmm. even joke wise. I, only like half of them landed for me. The other one are like cringe oh, nene, baby. I don't think know? any of them landed for me. And it was rough. And it's a short film. Like it's a short film and I don't know about you, but for me, I felt like it was like good length, but I did think it went by, but I was already like, this is already a little too much. Like I would have cut it was like 20 painfully long. Mm -hmm. I'm t there is a scene in this movie where Venom goes to a party. Venom himself goes <laughs> to a nightclub party. And at oh, that point, man. I was like, are you... I'm like looking around at the theater, bro. I'm like, is anybody awake right now? Like, how, how are we doing? How's everybody doing? I was like, yeah, oh, it was no. strange. And then I'm, I'm thinking like comic books. I'm like, would, would Venom do something like this? I'm like, maybe the character's like, yeah. hey, you know, and it's a funny character doing some sure. sort of comic booky thing like that. But I don't know. Watching live action just doesn't translate well. It, uh, it was tough, man. I mean, not even the action was just okay, too. I, I don't understand how, oh, yeah, so how Venom can get like stabbed a bunch of times and stuff. And then when yeah. he's like in one scene and then the next scene he gets stabbed and it's like a fatal in injury. Yeah, it's very uh, like I, I don't understand. Yeah, they don't establish yeah. the rules for this symbiote. Nope. So you're like, what what hurts him? I thought he's I thought he's immune. I thought he's invincible. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, it's only fire and sound. So why, you know, you stabbing him? It's, it should just go through him like nothing. Yeah, Except I don't know. It was tough. It was tough mm -hmm. to watch. There's not much else to say. Yeah, it was uh, much worse than the first one. Okay. Yeah. Opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought it was like the same because both of them for me are just like ugh, miss. But okay, I, I still enjoy yeah. them in a weird way. Like I enjoy them to watch once in a theater to get the lore, and that's it. Now I'll remember it in the back of my mind for whatever they set right. up next. I'll totally. see it again. <laughs> But I, I wanted to ask you um, about the post-credits. Can we talk scene? about the post-credits scene? Like, okay, how about this? I think we, I think we can spoil it. I, I think, think we can we spoil can. it right here. Honestly, if people probably looked it up, big, 
if you have not seen Venom 2, like, just skip for two minutes. Yeah. I would say two minutes skip, and then we're back. We're back. No spoils, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's let's get into it. You've had your warning. I'm so sorry. If you're not going to watch Venom 2, though, and you want to know the post-credits scene, let's talk about it. Yeah. It's, let's get into it, because we want to hear your thoughts, honestly. So basically, uh, Venom yep. is transported to the MCU through what appears to be Doctor Strange. And so I don't know if you want to give your yes. take on it. I want to I hear your take on it, because mine is always kind of like freaking out, and I love it. Right, here's what thing. I got. Venom and Eddie Brock go on a vacation at the end of uh, Venom 2 because apparently they've just done so much work. They go to like some, I don't know. I don't know. They just go travel, I guess. And there's California. So they're in a hotel room Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden on TV, uh, they're laying down and there's a, and it's the same that's in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the multiverse break. Mm -hmm. And if you catch the TV, there's a little glimpse at first of a little green screen. And I'm like, I recognize that green screen, my friends. That is my best friend, J. Jonah Jameson, baby. And I said, James, look at the TV. But the camera cuts right away. And it's like Eddie Brock doing this. He's like, what's on the TV? What's on the TV? Cuts back. And it's freaking J. Jonah and Spider-Man on the TV. Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah, it's the big reveal from uh, Far From Home. And so it's kind of like, holy crap, Doctor Strange transported Venom the MCU. What does this mean? Is he he in uh, Spider-Man No Way Home? Is he going to be Venom 3? with tom lots of questions right lots of questions and, and i think he's gonna have a cameo that's it no way home i think he'll have a cameo i don't think he's the sixth villain i think the six sixth... i hope i yeah hope i hope he's not the sixth villain here's no, my no. problem i i like um tom hardy as venom i mm-hmm. think i think that's a good casting i just think the writing for these movies are so so bad for mm-hmm. venom yeah that if they just give that actor and that character the MCU writers yeah, and the yeah. writing team there. Mm-hmm. I really think that that could turn it around. But at the current state, I really don't want Venom like in the MCU at all. I, th- I think that ruins like a lot of things. I feel. I feel. I don't know. If, if it's like a Sony movie, if they do Venom three and they put Spidey in it, it will be weird. But if you totally. put Venom and you're like, hey, you know, put him in a in a cameo and then kind of give him the MCU treatment over there, yeah. I think I think you can make something good with finally Venom and Spider Man teaming up right. or him trying to eat him like he seemed like he was gonna do. I think it'd be a pretty funny, um, like, I don't know, funny relationship. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think this movie is PG-13 on purpose, and here's here's why. I think they wanted, the first one's R, Venom 1 is R, and Venom 2 is PG-13. Really? I think oh. they're testing the PG-13, um, like, Venom comedy mm-hmm. and stuff like that to try to fit that into MCU. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, like PG-13 mm-hmm. barrier. I think that was an on-purpose conscious decision. Good call, yeah. Because even with Connors, they were like, no, we made him as violent as we could. And it's like, uh, I think if it was rated R, I think they could have gotten into it. But they were just like, no, we got to go PG-13. Yeah. That's a good call. I like that. I don't know. Random. But that's I literally have nothing else to say about Venom 2. Like, it's bad. It is really bad. I would say genuinely save your money and watch the post-credit scene uh, at home. It's, yeah, it's that's it. that much. That's all you yeah. need to see. Either way, I think it is kind of exciting. Like, holy crap! When I saw, I was like, "We're getting, we're getting no way home, baby. This multiverse, we're getting into it." But crazy, it's crazy. Neither here nor there. Anyways, well, that's it for Venom Two. Interesting for sure. Uh, another great film you saw, Many Saints of Newark, which you know, yeah, uh, we heard it's some just mixed a follow thoughts. up, to, follow up to last week's conversation. Um, as everybody knows, I love The Sopranos so much. I'm just a big <laughs> fan of it. Um, and so I was super really excited to see this movie. I saw the movie, and it's okay. It it is. Mm. It is okay. If you watch mm. The Sopranos show, you're going to enjoy the movie a little bit. Re- either way, though, it's an okay crime movie. If you haven't seen it, it's not worth, probably not worth watching straight up. Um, 
because there's better crime movies to watch. Um, so uh, I don't know. I feel like I could say more, but it's if you're a Sopranos fan, uh-huh. there's more to talk about. If you're not a Sopranos fan, there's not much to talk about. It was kind of a miss for me. I, even though I enjoyed it, I felt bad for the people that I went with that didn't see the show. Mm. Uh, they didn't get as much out of it. Would you so. recommend the film if you had HBO Max? Or would you just name it worth the time? Not if you haven't watched Sopranos, oh. which sucks, oh, okay. which is sad. Okay. So it's only but for the fans, really. I will tell you. I will tell you. This week, this week, James asked to watch an episode oh. of Sopranos because he kind of wanted to get the connection. So yeah. what did we watch? We watched the pilot, mm-hmm. and James loved it. James really? loved the pilot, and we wa- we're going to watch more. We're going to watch oh, more this week. I'm interested so, to see where this goes. He's he was asking questions about the character connections and stuff. He's like, uh-huh. "Oh, that's that must be the the version of that character that we watched in the movie, right?" Uh-huh. I was like, "Yeah, let's go." He's so I was like, "Okay, this is cool." We've, we've converted James. Wow. We put him on. Okay. So, so yeah. I, I feel like you know, if you all finish the journey of the show, we're gonna hear thoughts of you know what? Let's rewatch that film. Or sure, I like yeah. that film more. I feel like that's right, and it's it's not like it's a bad movie. It's just not like as good as I wanted it to be. It's okay. It's like a six out of ten for me. It's just okay. It was like. Yeah, good, okay. good, good. Yeah. Cool, cool. It's good. It's yeah. like a, it's like when you're, yeah, it's like you're a Marvel fan. You're watching Venom two and you want it to be good, but it's not good. No, I'm just kidding. I was mean, good. I wouldn't. Except that's it. except yeah. Venom's like here. Yeah, yeah. And many, many sense is like here. here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. For the audio listeners, yeah. he, middle, middle. Oh yes, yeah. sorry. Yes, no. <laughs> Venom's down, down bad. Yeah. Well, there you have it. That's kind of our little you know brief reviews. I like that we're doing that. You know, we're kind of recapping some of. The, the the movies of the week, which is kind of fun, but uh, yeah, without... if I can get to the theaters, bro, holy crap, it's been oh, tough. Man. Yeah, it's it's been a lot. You know, I know. You know, we all got school, we got life, but uh, news keeps yeah. coming. But we'll go ahead and start off with our news here. We got some Marvel Absolutely. headlines. This came out to, uh, yesterday, a big one. This was kind of huge. Agatha Harkness is coming back. She's getting her own Disney Plus series, and uh, apparently, you know, in the MCU. Catherine Hahn has a deal with Marvel now, and the statement was, we will see her in the future with more shows, as well as more MCU films, which isn't surprising, but I'm definitely interested to hear. I see, I see a little bit of, I see a groan face. What's, 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 what's let's hear it. Uh, the groan face is just that, like, it's the same complaint I have, dude. We have too much Star Wars, and we have too much Marvel to make anything special anymore. This is not, Agatha, I know, fan favorite, people really liked her in the mm-hmm. show and everything. I thought she was okay, she's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I like Catherine Hahn. She and she played Agatha well, but I already I don't want to I don't want to see a whole Agatha show. She was like one of the most least interesting parts of WandaVision. She might be a good actress and she might play the role well, but I was not interested whatsoever in her character. And so like I'm definitely not excited to okay. watch like an, a whole show on her character. Do you like, think though that like characters like Wanda, you know, Falcon, Bucky, and Loki that are you know kind of mid tier Marvel? Do you think for you personally? After you've seen these shows, do you like them a little more, or do you think that they've stayed the same for you and your relationship? Oh, I'm I'm fascinated in, in Wanda's story. Yeah, yeah, Scarlet Witch's story, I'm all in. So Wanda's in. worked, but not like oh, as yeah. much as the Wanda's other Wanda's okay. definitely worked. Uh, I think Falcon's was very uh, was Character-wise. solid. Oh. Character-wise, his his arc in Falcon Winter Soldier of becoming Captain America is so good. That's a great arc. Um, it didn't do much for me for Bucky, unfortunately, because okay. I love Bucky. Yeah. And then in Loki, I- I'm interested. I'm interested in whatever happens mm. with Loki. Wasn't there, yeah. But I don't know if I'm like more in than I was because okay. I uh-huh. liked Loki and yeah. Ragnarok and yeah. stuff. Because I think that's yeah. kind of the general consensus I've heard online is that we're, we're getting these shows to kind of dive deep into these characters that we don't get a movie for. So people are either, wow, I'm really more loving these characters mm. or, you know, it's like I, I couldn't care less. Like you're just adding more content. Yeah. So 
That's why I asked. But right. interesting, interesting. So uh, apparently, they said this show will be a dark comedy, and we have, of course, the writer Jack Schaefer on board who uh, wrote uh, WandaVision. So you know, some returning. I'm, I'm sure more okay. crew will return, and we'll see what happens. Disney Plus Day. I'm sure we'll have much more uh, announcements of shows. Echo is also a show. We'll get a slate. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah a new slate for more Disney Plus. Echo yeah. uh, is another show that's happening. Kind of, I'm going to say a spinoff from Hawkeye where Echo connects to Daredevil and Kingpin, and they're saying that that will be kind of the Daredevil show that they do, mm, the big one, you know? So there's, there's a lot of announcements they can have. Dude, there's Charlie so Cox, things. Daredevil. When is Disney Plus Day? November 17th, I want to say. Some, oh, I, mid. It's coming up. That is yeah. coming up. Big definitely, time. Definitely looking forward to that. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to take this last Marvel headline. Yeah, yeah. Eternals here. director, Chloe Zhao. Or is it Zhao? I don't know how to say it. I'd say like that. Chloe Zhao is down to helm a Star Wars movie. Okay. She says, quote, it's a world I have so much reverence for because it was such an important part of my life. It's an important part of my life too. And I would love to direct a Star Wars movie as well. (laughs) There's my resume. Lucasfilm, if you're listening. But I I think Chloe Zhao is an incredible director. She's very, very good in the things that she's done. But she's done indie stuff she's done a lot of indie Mm -hmm. stuff so this is a big step to jump into mcu territory it's a huge step i'm sure she'll be amazing but we'll see we'll see how that is Mm -hmm. um i i'm down to see here's the thing star wars movies to me are done best by these by star wars stories are done best by not these huge directors but by um, directors that take star wars and do something new with it yeah you know what i mean like Taika, um, Taika Waititi. I, I'm excited. Taika like, you know, did great things. Uh, you could even Dave say Filoni. Ryan Johnson in a way kind of flipped it. But, I would you know, say you know. Ryan Johnson because I love The Last Jedi. Okay, I would yeah, say, yeah. Um, okay. I would say, well, I mean, John Favreau is a, a big director, so I, I he was yeah, big I before like Star Wars. Yeah. So that's not a good, but yeah. I don't but know. Someone like Chloe I, who's doing indie, their, their, their take right. on Star Wars is not kind of big, uh, what's called box office type vibe. That you bring yes. it, you know, it'd be different. Well, I would hope. I would hope. Hopefully. And that's why yeah. I'm excited for David Lowry's uh, live action Peter Pan. Because, sure. like, yeah, okay. I think he could bring something to the table that we haven't seen from uh, Disney live actions before. I'm, I, it's going to be a Disney movie, but it's, yeah. you know, it's what we I need. Think it's a new it's take. what we need in these films, yeah. all these live right. action reboots. But yeah, Eternal's okay. hype is starting uh, as well. Hype as well, but marketing, I meant marketing is starting. So, you know, we're getting yeah. TV spots, interviews. I think they're going to be on trying to stay soon. away. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Stay away. I'm gonna be like, uh, I, yeah. I like to look at what they talk about and hype it up. Right. So I'm trying. I'm, I I try to gauge where's everyone's kind of hype levels at because yeah. Once tickets, I think go it's on fairly film, high. I think the hype oh, level is yeah. pretty high for this. Surprisingly, like people are like, this is my most anticipated film. The visuals, man. Oh, oh my gosh, it looks beautiful. I hope it gets nom a nomination for watching Oscar. We gotta go to the Chinese theater, bro. We gotta oh, go to that's, the Chinese yeah. Block. I'm I'm telling you, what the the Easy. day the tickets go on sale, I'm getting three in the, oh, I the can't wait. my row that I love. And then, you know, oh, we'll talk later yeah. and say, hey, boys, I got his tickets. Good. Do it. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so ready to go, baby. <laughs> Great. And then Chloe Zhao, Angelina Jolie, Kit Harrington come in and they say, I would cry. If Kit Harrington's there, I'll cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost cried when Simu Leo came. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know. Dude. For those of you that saw his story, Vince was screaming. I was actually yeah. crying. I was like, no. Way. Oh, yeah. You said, no. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. But that's it for that's Marvel. Awesome. Surprisingly, we, uh, we're glad we don't have a lot of Marvel. And uh, now we have DC. DC fandom's coming up. And uh, we're starting to get yep. little bits and pieces here. More Batman news. Peacemaker had a brand new clip that dropped, kind of giving us a vibe of the show. And 
I oh watched boy. the clip. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. great. I, I'm, it's going to be funny. Yeah, I, I'm down. I'm down to watch it. Yeah. yeah. John Cena just does the character. So he, it's, du he it's does, yeah. dumb, but it's it's James Gunn dumb, which I, yeah. I, I almost say is a compliment. You know what I mean? Like, I try, right. it's the highest compliment I could give. Like, it's so I'm, funny. I'm going to enjoy Peacemaker, this yeah. show. I, I totally am. I liked how it was the uh, other, I, I can't even remember their names, the organization. Uh, that was running all the superheroes. I oh guess, yeah, the with the, this, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I don't. Jeez, I don't. I didn't even know that there's a name. I, th I thought it was just what's, Amanda what's Waller. Her, it was just Amanda, Amanda Waller, Waller's right? team. It was her oh, team. Task that was the... X, but I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know something. what the name of the company is. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it looks pretty funny. I'll, I'll watch it when it comes out. Absolutely. And then uh, James Gunn's talking about he's yeah. James Gunn said that he's also developing another project besides Peacemaker. I was like, oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Okay. I wonder what that could be. Cool. And uh, sure. lastly, real quick, Ben Affleck says it was really lovely to play Batman again in The Flash, which I think is great. Uh, it's a really nice way to revisit that as the prior experience had been difficult, he says. Yep. Because so. he, he hated his life after the last Batman. Uh, oh, yeah. Poor thing, he went so. through a lot. But now he's he living it up with J-Lo. Happy. Sure. I'm ho I hope he's killing it. And mm -hmm. you know what? Maybe since he's happier doing this, maybe, maybe we give him even a better performance. Who knows? Not that yeah. his performance was bad, but... I'd be down for a Batman film with his story. I I, I wouldn't care. Just give us. <laughs> yeah, I'm just excited for Bat Pat, bro. Oh, Bat I Pat's know. gonna be so cool. Yeah, it's been confirmed. Oh a little, a little more bit of news there. The the trailer is confirmed to be happening on uh, DC Fandom, which we kind of knew. But uh, they also yeah. said the runtime of the trailer is two minutes thirty seconds. So I'm like, yeah, baby, full trailer. Let's That's a go. lot. That's a lot of footage. <laughs> yeah. Too much footage. Yeah, bro. I know it's too much. It's too much. But you know how the days are. But that's it for yeah. DC. Now we can go on to other studios, and you can take us. Here we go, baby. Peaky Blinders film is set to start shooting in 2023. It'll be the end of the road for the series as we know it, says creator Stephen Knight. But spinoffs, always a possibility. This is cool. Wrapping up the show with a movie. That's nice. Ah, man, it looks so cool. I gotta get into it. I know. I, I'd like. I know I'd be in it. Killian, I know I'd be into it. Killian Murphy. I say he's great. Yeah. And uh, a little quick one here. Jamie Clayton stars Pinhead new Hellraiser movie. One of hot like horrors classic. You know, sure. like a Michael Myers type. I'm not. I'm never been okay. in it. That's yeah. That for that one. Oh, you can uh, take this next one. <laughs> Broly's confirmed to return in the new Dragon Ball Super movie. DBS superhero production is on track to release in theaters in 2022. Hmm. Interesting. I wish I knew enough about Dragon Ball to make a connection uh, based on that in the show or in the other movies, but I don't. Mm -hmm. So, if you're excited about that, though, tell me. Let yeah, me know in the I, comments. I, I saw a lot of news lately for a lot of, like, animation films. So, like, you know, feel free to like me. So, they do the show, right? And then do they do a yeah. movie to tie into it? Or, like, like a season finale mm -hmm. is a movie? Or what's up with that? Here's, with anime, it's very interesting because sometimes <laughs> they release movies that aren't Don't that anything. aren't canon it's oh, like okay. it uses the characters and it's like here's the characters in this cool movie situation but like it's not canon mm -hmm. like so for instance uh my roommates and i watch a lot of my hero academia and there's been uh we're on season five of that show that's like ongoing and there's been two movies and the third movie comes out uh at the end of this month or next month um all the movies are not canon they're just like an adventure it's like a like, okay, you're going to watch this, but it doesn't affect the show. The events of that do not affect the show at all. So you could watch that just for fun, like without watching the show, and you'd have a good time. But if you don't watch it, you're not missing anything. It's that kind of thing. Oh, but interesting. That's cool. The other example is I'm watching Demon Slayer right now, and Demon Slayer has one season, and then they released a movie, and that movie is canon. So it goes oh. first season, then the movie, and then the second season. So, oh, okay, okay. Kinda like but you could watch the movie on its own, too. 
Yeah, okay. I kind of like Clone Wars DLEO as they had the first movie to start it off and then you get into the yeah. show. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. So it depends. It's a case by case basis kind of yeah, DLEO. Yeah, but. interesting. Because I know there's always these movies releasing. You're like, oh man, what's what's going on here? And yeah. <laughs> some of them matter. Some of them don't. Yeah. It's, yeah. Some of them are great. Some of them aren't. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's yeah. talk about now probably the worst trailer for film I've seen in a long time. And that's coming from somebody yeah. who just eats off these trailers. Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. I could not be more disappointed to have seen this trailer mm. and what feels like a fan-made film. It really does. Yeah. We a high-budget fan-made film. A high-budget fan-made film with a great cast. You know, you have mm -hmm. literally the recreation of Resident Evil 2, the game. And I, I don't know. You, know yeah. you played a little bit of it, right? I, I played Yeah, yeah. What? I just haven't played many of the early ones too much. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. So they did the remake, and that's kind of where I got into it, you know, with Resident Evil okay. 7. So this is... Almost beat for beat, Resident Evil to the game, where Leon okay. and and the, you know in the RPD police department, yeah. and you know Jill's there, Jill Valentine. It's kind of Resident Evil three as well. So like it's a whole recreation of the game. Yeah, and right. you have bringing it back. But you t you saw the trailer. What are, what yeah. are the vibes that you're getting off of this? I just didn't. There's nothing there for me. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I. I... I don't have a connection to the characters since I haven't played the game, so that didn't help. That I didn't have that going for me. And then I watched the trailer and like nothing drew me. I was like, mm, okay, sure. This this would just this should just release on Netflix or something. You know, like it should yeah. just be a Netflix thing. And they're good actors, know. but and I feel like they were like acting weird in this trailer. Like it's always like, what what is the move when you're when they seem worse? You know what I mean? Like yeah, their performance is just not there where you've seen them before, and you're like, what, yeah. what, what, what's up with that? What it's is like, it are you just... phoning it in, or what's going on here? Yeah, are you just getting I mean, the paycheck got... and just going like, we need to go, yeah. that's it? I know. <laughs> like, do you care? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't know. We'll see when it comes out, but I'm, I mean, my expectations are so mm -hmm. low, and I, I don't even know if I'll watch it. <sighs> yeah, I mean, You'll I, watch it, because you're a big fan. Yeah, I love the Resident Evil lore, yeah. and like, oh man, I, I, every once in a while, probably once a month, I look at the entire timeline video, which is this fantastic yeah. made uh, video from, I don't remember what channel, but it's like a four hour long video sure. breaking down the entire timeline of every single game, every movie and everything. Yeah. And it's, it's a great story and there's a lot to pull from, but uh, I just... So it sucks that this is not a good it's edition. Just, it just Jesus. sucks. Yeah. I know that they can make yeah. a really good film from it, but like a big budget, but it is what it is. It's rough. Something that is good though. You Tell me. Oh, Transformers. <laughs> Transformers Rise of the Beasts new image showcasing Autobots and Decepticons. Ryder, will this movie have like Beast Wars? Is it Beast Wars? I think this film is going to have, yeah, like those beasts, the Terracons, the Dinobots, and the like everything. It's doing like an old classic cartoon. They're bringing it live action. Wow. Going back to the roots. Which I think is a good wow. move. Good move. It has kind of the vibe of Bumblebee, you know, like the 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 I never fun saw car designs. Oh, yeah, that's, that was great. I highly recommend I heard. it, especially before so, Hawkeye. Give it a watch. <laughs> um, my my uncle who works like as a grip on sets and stuff, he worked on the Bumblebee movie, and he says that John Cena is one of the nicest actors he's ever worked with. He's uh, they had to travel for some scenes, mm -hmm. and uh. They all the crew and cast stayed in like this hotel for like a couple days or whatever while they were shooting mm -hmm. something. And there's a big grand piano in the hotel, and John Cena every night would go to the grand piano and like play uh, a bunch of piano for everybody at the end of the what? like really long work days. And he said it was just like a really cool experience. So I was like, that's so sick. Like, wow, that's awesome. I didn't know John kind of a new plays... respect. Yeah. yeah, he plays piano. That's interesting. I wonder if it was like he plays... 
he's like crazy eccentric characters but apparently he's like a really cool guy like normal dude so yeah i bet like doing like wwe and then i don't know yeah. uh, if you heard i saw an interview of him with um i don't know one of the one of the oh howard stern and he talked about mm -hmm. that the one of the guys the head of the wwe i don't remember his name but it's the iconic guy he owns 10 percent of john cena you right. know what i mean and so he was like yeah it's crazy I th yeah, yeah everything he does goes back to him which is kind of crazy it's like wow that's a lot yeah. like 10 percent of his, his career to him kind of that's wild mm -hmm. it's like i wouldn't be where i would be without him like yeah everything is due to him so it's kind of like uh, i guess you could see that but that's kind of crazy to 10 percent yeah. of your life is your owed name. to someone yeah it's weird i wonder but did you ever do something like that give 10 percent of my name for someone if if someone like let's say your dream yeah gaming industry filmmaking sure. whatever it is mm -hmm. and a man was like this hey you know and, and it puts you where your film is nominated for academy award or your game sure. or whatever, yeah. and you're there 10 percent, maybe <laughs> maybe i don't know i know it's <laughs> so true. hard to that'd say be, yeah it'd be so hard to say i couldn't like sign my life away like that i don't know i know that's like pain just it's like taxes bro you're a slave at that point to you have to be in like a low place i think <laughs> yeah I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's not. But do you know what might be worth it? Ghostbusters Afterlife director Jason Rittman credits the 2016 reboot with opening up the franchise for him. <laughs> it proved at least to me that the idea of Ghostbusters could be anyone. Now, Ryder, I don't know if you knew this. Let me tell you a little crazy little story here. Oh, yeah. Jason Rittman, uh -huh. Rittman, Rittman mm -hmm. is the son of Ivan Rittman who directed the original Ghostbusters. So Jason is what? doing this film like for his dad, like no. with his dad's blessing, which makes this so much cooler to me. And I have so much more hope in this movie because of their, their relationship. Yeah. So that's crazy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, he produced. Wow. That's crazy. That's pretty cool. Okay. So he and was, he was really attached cool to man. Too. Director Jason Reitman has revealed that his father cried after watching the new Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel. Oh, so he's seen it recently. No way, dude. Yeah, because I I know that they are bringing back the original cast, or you know those you know they're trying mm -hmm. to, and I can only yeah. imagine it's it's kind of an homage, and it really is. Yeah, it has know, to be. It's not trying to be jokey. It's just like right, you know, small town, but yeah, I'm sure Jason's trying to create his own thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. he's like, but still, I I think it's really cool that it's his. I don't know. He's, he's the son of uh, Ivan, so that's yeah. some, that's like a once in a lifetime you, you don't see, totally. like like uh like the Gandolfini type thing. You know what I mean? Like how insane is that? Like that's that's yeah. kind of cool. Exactly. That'd be daunting. I wonder what it's like doing it's your dad. Like you're like, eh, hey, dad. Yeah, I know. I would be like, kind of Dad, like, sorry, you cannot come to set today. Like I got to make these decisions. Like you can't. Like, yeah, it's all I, on me. <laughs> <laughs> like I got to do this. That's cool. Thanks yeah. for that little tidbit. Yeah, no um, problem. I th that like blew my mind. So yeah, yeah. That's cool blew my mind too right now well speaking of the dad of all dads keanu reeves is confirming a live action berserk film berserker film that will be a rated yeah. r story now for those of you who don't know berserker is kind of like a comic right i believe a comic or is it a game uh which is uh i think it's a graphic novel that he's working on the keanu you yeah. know help make create and right. uh, people were like oh we like this concept it's kind of you know you look like the character from Cyberpunk. You know, we would love to see this live yeah. action. A project is right. in the works right now. It says the Batman writer Mattson Tomlin has been recruited to pen the script. A uh, little summary. If you you can read the summary for us, tell us, tell us a little bit about Berserker. Before going any further, if you are familiar with Berserker, the 12 issue series is about a man only known as B, 
who's half mortal and half god, cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his sanity. However, after wandering the world for centuries, B may have finally found a refuge, working for the U.S. government to fight the battles too violent and too dangerous for anyone else. In exchange, B will be granted the one thing he desires, the truth about his endless blood-soaked existence and how to end it. Interesting. That yeah. is a cool concept. I found it interesting. I'm sure Keanu Reeves will kill it. He'll do amazing. Yeah, if it's Keanu, you know that uh, there's never anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. All right, well, there you have it for films now. Moving on to streaming and the world, specifically of Netflix. We got some Netflix headlines. Yeah. Uh, Haunting of Hill House creator Mike Flanagan is already making a return. He's bringing fresh horror to Netflix with a brand new project called The Fall of the House of Usher, which is a new limited series based on multiple Edgar Allan Poe works. But Mike Flanagan did Midnight Mass also, and he did uh, <laughs> Haunting of Bly Manor. So he's, he's, he's coming he's back. He's on Netflix. He's doing it. Yeah, and I think Edgar Allan Poe, oh man, he can make this so dramatic so dark i want to yeah. see that saturation uh meter all the way down contrast oh, yeah. all the way up sure. brightness halfway down <laughs> yep perfect that's, a, that's that's oddly specific and yeah. i love it i love that <laughs> <laughs> have you seen uh, uh midnight mass yet or no, no? I, dude, I haven't watched anything i haven't even watched squid game yet bro oh I'm squid feeling... game oh. yeah so we can talk about squid game because um so all the that's actors next yeah, that's, yeah. That, all the actors. Oh, oh wow! I didn't even, I didn't even look at that. Yeah, Squid Game does the creator does not have a firm plan for season two. But I heard that he tried to pitch Squid Game for ten years and kept getting shut down, which yeah. is the same story that we hear with uh, Queen's Gambit. That guy tried to pitch it for over ten years until oh, it finally really? got picked up. Yeah, wow, and okay. look at these mm -hmm. two of the most successful shows took that long. So yeah, I guess crazy. I guess greatness takes time. <laughs> But I, I would guess, just say, um, yeah. so all the Squid Game actors are now like on Jimmy Kimmel and Fallon, and they're, uh, of course. I think just Fallon, and they're starting to be interviewed, and they're everywhere right now because they're blowing up. Yeah. And it's cool to see that you know, like their accents, how they talk, how they look too, without all the makeup, <laughs> prosthetics, stuff like yeah. that. And so I just think it's cool that like it's getting hyped up. Like, this is a global right. phenomenon. Kind of crazy. I forget his name, which is dumb of me, but uh, Train to Busan, the main oh, character in that, he's yes. in Squid Game. Mm -hmm. Loved him in that, and. Train to be honest, yeah, so, he's, so. It, it's a small cool role. I thought he would be someone significant, and he's not. Yeah, but still seeing him, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like the Leo sure. meme. I know who that yeah. is. I don't know anybody else in the film, so hmm. or in the or the show. We're watching an episode today. I Fridays, Fridays around here, Ryder. It's like we bust our butts on freaking trying to catch up Sunday content, or? or like Saturday to. Fr I don't know. All week we bust our butt all week, but Fridays. We got the podcast in the morning. I got Checkpoint. We got Freeze Frame. And then, you know what? I'm playing Battlefield 2042 today. I'll oh. watch an episode of Squid Game tonight. Hey. It's going to be great. We're going we're gonna to make it's it work. A, it's a fun day. I like it. I like it. Cool, cool. It's got to be a fun day. Okay. And uh, lastly, lastly for Netflix, Andrew Garfield plays a rent creator in the full trailer for the autobiographical. 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 That's yeah. A little stumble. Musical. Tick, tick, boom. Of course, this film is directed by Lin Manuel Miranda, and it's coming to Netflix November nineteenth. Yeah. I don't know if you see the trailer. I, I, I watched the trailer. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not as hot on this one as a lot of people seem to be. I, th I thought it just looked okay. Yeah, I think Andrew's great. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be good. But I, I, if it's not coming to theaters, I don't know about any nomination. I think they're just keeping it to Netflix. <laughs> well, did you watch In the Heights? Yeah, I did. What did you think of that one? Did you see it? I loved it. Yeah, we talked dude. about it. Yeah, I remember you told me. Yeah, you it. I don't. I don't know why it like. It, it was long for me, man. It was long. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why it like hit me so 
so much, I guess. I don't know. While watching it, mm-hmm. I just it was it was cool. It was just I don't know, a good movie. I think it's one of my favorites of the year so far. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's up there. The most memorable part was when he was singing to the girl and his name was Usnavi, right? Because it's like yeah. the US Navy. Usnavi. He was like, yeah. You've been shaking your butt for half for whatever he says in that right. line. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It, I thought it it's was like written it a, really well. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was good to condense it. It was a great cast, but I, I was a little like I, I think I was I liked the whole movie and then the end when they have like their big ensemble moment, you know, it's like the power's back on for everybody and they're all yeah. doing the song and dance. Like I think I could have gone without that, like that whole thing, which I know it's it's you have to do the ensemble song, like everybody's gotta yeah. be in it, it's gotta be big. But like I could have totally done without that and I've been even <laughs> happier, but it's great. Absolutely. Right there with you. Well, that's it for Netflix. Uh, take us on over to HBO Max. Let's go, baby. The world of Game of Thrones returns in the first teaser for House of Dragon, baby. And it is literally a teaser because there's only like three shots or four shots in this trailer. I feel like it's tiny, mm-hmm. but it's dope. The throne is looking, has a lot more swords on it than it does in Game of Thrones, okay? A oh, lot really? more swords. But I thought. Oh, this- dude. I th- so it's crazy. So you know, help me out with the story because I thought this takes place well, like two thousand years before, in my or two hundred before. So what, yeah. what would that mean that there's more? That there's, uh, I, I think it's, it's just nothing. We're, it's just... We're, this is the glory days. This oh, is the Targaryen okay, okay. rule over uh, the uh, uh-huh. Westeros. Okay, okay. Targaryens okay. are in power, and it's there's a lot more dragons when it's House of the Dragon. It's there's I mean like oh, in okay. Game of Thrones, yeah. there's only three dragons. That's like that's a big thing. Dragons oh. are extinct, but there's three dragons. Okay, and it's very important. Uh, this one's like there's like hundreds or like there's a lot there's got to be it's yeah. just prime time it's just prime okay, time. there's okay. no extinction for the for the dragons that mm-hmm. targaryens are in full there's no power struggle i mean there's obviously a power struggle because mm-hmm. that's what the show's about but like the targaryens are in charge that's not okay. changing I so think that's like how this, it is this family uh who are, are they yeah. related who, who would they be related to like in the new show who are their ancestors really um any, like which actor wait i think it's yeah the targaryen so uh daenerys Daenerys, the girl, the dragon girl. Oh, the, uh, okay, okay. So that's blonde hair. Oh, the heroine. yeah, he does look like. Her. Yeah. Okay, I get, I get you. The white hair. Yeah. yeah, they all, yeah, they all have that white hair type dealio. Okay, cool, cool. Interesting. It's a bit. This is a big. So, in Game of Thrones, hmm. the plot point. Danny wants Daenerys. I believe she wants. She kind of wants the throne, kind of doesn't want the throne. It changes a lot, yeah. but she wants revenge. She wants revenge because basically the Lannister family took it from the Targaryens, took oh. power, and so. I think this is about maybe the downfall of the Targaryens. Um, the Targaryens and when the Lannisters come into power. I don't know. Something like Ooh, that. I cool. didn't read that's the book. Cool. I know the book's out, so people already know the story of this. But I, since I don't know, it'll be the first time experiencing this um, right there. So, yeah. That's cool. That's that's enticing. Well, hopefully, you know, it does better than the last season did because I heard, excuse me, there was a lot of a lot of sadness around it because of yeah. what it was. Not hot on the last season. Although I still think Game of Thrones is... One of the most mm. like, one of the best shows. It's definitely still yeah. worth to watch, even with the mediocre last season. So. Okay, very cultural yeah, impact. Definitely. Speaking totally. of cultural impact, ready? Succession. No, oh, yeah, I don't want to blast. I would have yelled it, but I, I think that's too loud. Anyway, Succession season three is coming October seventeenth. I think I mentioned that so for every week, mm-hmm. and I think I will. That's uh, good. New clips have come out, posters. A uh, new clip came out, and already. It's it's looking hilarious. It's looking fun, Good. and reviews have also. You sent me a review, yeah. And I had looked at some others. Uh, there's a lot of interviews with some of these actors for like Rolling Stone and other stuff mm-hmm. and reviews. Uh, they're saying it's 
about to make history. Like we're talking with the scope of Breaking Bad, Mad Men. Like people are going to be learning about this in the future right. because of the impact of the show. And I think just goes to show just how just how amazing the show really is. So if that doesn't tell you, you need yeah. to watch it, I don't know what what else. Can I hope. Yeah, I gotta watch it. I gotta I gotta give it a shot because I hear it's great. Because so we're working on a video and we're gonna get a video out hopefully soon for this succession so and i was yeah. looking at old footage of it and you know i'm breaking it down i'm diving deep into it and i learn something new every single time i i rewatch the show and i think that's what's yeah. so great about it there's so much depth to unpack there's so much like wow character moments why did he say that and you're like oh it's because of something he said earlier and you know kind of okay. a build up to that like it's and there's so much like choices and it's so dramatic man it's just so yeah. overly dramatic for no reason at all but, okay that's I gotta I watch it. I heard. I, uh, I mean, I'm listening to the kind of funny screencast the other day, mm -hmm. and they're all watching Succession too. <gasps> really? And I think two of them love it. Like, mm -hmm. can't wait. One of them's like mixed on it, and then one of them thinks it's like not enjoyable because of the stress. They're like, I just like don't want to watch it because it's like stressful yeah. for me to watch it. I'm like, mm -hmm. damn, okay. It, it must be really good then to have like that effect though. Like, that yeah. makes me want to watch it even more. And I, I say this, and I think it's the best way to explain it is it's so Shakespearean because it's just a family. They're just non-stop yeah. like brothers and sisters trying to gain power who has the upper hand here you know i'm sorry right. i hate you i love you it's just non-stop and it's just like oh yeah. you you hate to love them or you love to hate them because they're so sure just they're filled with gluttony and this greed of so much money yeah. and power and you're just like oh my god like these guys have everything why are they but there's there's actually an answer to that it's because they're spoiled and they talk about that, which <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy. It. Yeah. Because the dad, I mean, I can, I can, I'll, I'll get into it just a little bit more because I think it's it's fun to okay. talk about. Yeah, I yeah. want to kind of tell you. Um, like the son, the main son, Kendall, he wants to be the CEO of the main company, right? And, yeah. you know, you're like, why does he want this power? Like, he's fighting for this. You know, he feels like, you know, he's owed this, which I'm like, yeah. you know, for the, after watching the show for many years, you're like, yeah, man, Kendall, I feel so bad for him. But after doing another rewatch, the father was like, you know, I spoiled you. I feel like I spoiled you. And wow. it finally hit me that I'm like, that's honestly the root of the problem. This kid is spoiled yeah. and he thinks everything is his, which mm. it completely changes your uh, point of view on the character, which uh, yeah. it's amazing. But that's all I have to say about it. It's great. All right. I got to give it a shot. I could talk about it forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, next on Hulu. Yeah. Who? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Season fifteen has wrapped filming. I love this show, but I'm only on episode or season nine, so I haven't. I it's crazy. I have like damn near half the oh, show yeah. to watch. So I'm only I've watched nine seasons of it. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. I, I put it on in the background. It's one of the greatest. It is hilarious. And I also I put here Black Lotus because I want to talk to you about this because I think you. I wrote this down just now. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Let's hear it because okay, you'd have something. so <laughs> today they just released a new trailer and the intro for the show. Um, and it looks so so sick. It releases it has a release date now of November seventeenth. So Blade Runner wow. Black Lotus and it's Crunchyroll and an uh, Adult Swim in one. I just hit my microphone. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, they're co-producing. So that's it. Oh man. Yeah, it looks the art style. It's so it's it looks very realistic. I think that's great. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. It looks really weird. But mm -hmm. I, I'm excited. We'll see. Oh man, it's like uh, have you seen uh, what's it called Love? uh drugs what was it sex and robots yeah. what that was called yes sex drugs and robots or drugs, sex and robots Something yeah that's like that. it okay so like there's some no, animation. love death and robots love death and robots i don't know why yeah. i include the sex in there <laughs> i don't know something like that i just imagined uh what was it there's rock and roll sex whatever anyways but yeah so some of the animation from that show 
is kind of like this. And I think it's so great. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. It's going to be cool. Okay, we got light news now. We'll go back and forth for some of these. Uh, Daniel Craig got his Hollywood uh, star in the Walk of Fame, which uh, it was cool. When I, when I went to see the film, they had the whole ceremony there. I didn't see him. That's cool. But it was happening the same time the movie started. So I was like, wow, maybe he'll come in and get a surprise. I texted yeah. you guys. He did not. Right. But I was like, Still, though, missed opportunity. That's cool. You got to see the movie the same day he got the star. Yeah. That's it was, awesome. It was pretty cool. Historic. <laughs> Uh, Lost in Space Season 3 trailer reveals that the Robinsons will reach the end of their dangerous adventure on December 1st. Uh, did you watch Lost in Space? No, I saw the original movie when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I watched the first episode of Lost in Space. Absolutely hated it. I thought it was so boring and like cringe. I thought it was bad. But people seem to really like it. They're like, give it a couple more episodes. Yeah. But I, I, I couldn't do it. I had to tap. I had to tap out. That already there. I was like, no time. There's no time for me. I'm liking it. I know. <laughs> Yeah. This one's kind of funny. Sales of white slip-on vans have gone up 7,800% since Squid no Game. No way. Uh, apparently, uh, a lot of Halloween costumes, I'm assuming, which is the quote I'm here. Sure. So, yeah, you can see a lot of jumpsuits, probably, you know, green jumpsuits yeah. or red with the square, circle, or triangle, the PlayStation controller buttons. <laughs> exactly. That's so funny. Mm -hmm. um, and then Michael Keaton found his bat suit still fits after 30 years uh, while prepping for the Flash uh, same dimension, same fitting. Wow, good for him. <laughs> I know, right? I good like, for oh. him, dude. Yeah, 30 years. Yeah. That's great. Oh, you know what? This this brings up another question I was going to ask. Are you going to dress up at all for any opportunity for Halloween? Mm, great question. Here's the thing. I think my ha uh, Halloween plans right now are a concert. Oh, okay. a concert. So mm. I don't know if I'll be dressing yeah. up to that. Um, but definitely a good thought. A good thought. I say if we're doing Letterbox in like two weeks, that's like oh. close. We should... Yeah, that would be pretty fun. I go all out, fun. but something fun, something silly. Right. <laughs> I like that, dude. Maybe that's a good Halloween episode. Like the. That's what I was thinking. Cause it's gonna be like a yeah, horror yeah. film. Kind of brand yeah. it like that. Yeah, we'll brand it like that. I think it's fun. Cause I, 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 like I see on social media people dressing up all the time. I'm like, man, maybe I'll like just to post some photos of like, I'm in this. I'm a costume. But, Cause I, yeah. I like doing like cosplay and dress up, but like, I don't know. Just nothing. I mean, I can do Kylo Ren, but like I've done it all the time. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I get it. Kylo Ren's a banger, and you have a you have a great Kylo Ren costume. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty. It's you pretty baller. It. Yeah, I, I would love for you to see it in person. I'm all silly with it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, well, there there's all our news, guys. We have it was a fun one. We but now we're Found my recommendation. On. Okay, you guys just ready. Hopefully, give me some time to kind of think of the back for my okay. in the back of my head. So let's hear it. What do you this got? This is for a the stretch, audience? guys. This is a stretch. Sometimes when I go on Letterboxd, I click a director and then a movie and a director and a movie, and I go down mm. this rabbit hole and I find these movies that I've never heard about before uh, or stuff like that. This was suggested by one of my professors, and I had already been down the rabbit hole to find this. And so I was like, okay, my professor suggested it, and like I had already found it at one point. Like I got to watch it. It's just stars aligned, right? Uh -huh. It's called His Motorbike, Her Island. It's from 1986, okay? And it's a Japanese film about this guy who's obsessed with his motorcycle and this girl who's also obsessed with his motorcycle, but they fall in love, okay? And it is, it is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh my I loved it God. so much. It's so poetic. It's so nice. It's like, mm -hmm. but it's also like, a, you don't know what's a dream and kind of what's reality. It goes in between like black and white and color. It's all in color, but like, it's a stylistic choice to like, go yeah. into black and white because you're like is this guy dreaming like he's seeing this girl or whatever is he imagining this good memory or is this like a traumatic memory that's like being played out and stuff like it's it's oh no the difference is you don't know what's a memory versus like what he's dreaming so that's oh, like okay 
cool. It's so it was so good. Oh, I loved. It. I can't wait to watch it again. Just it, it makes me happy. It's really good. Oh I yeah. Does does yeah? That makes me think of my recommendation because it's. I love stuff yeah. that makes you feel good. You know. And um, <clears throat> I was gonna recommend a film, but I'm gonna recommend a game. Surprisingly, because it. it is cinematic yeah. and it is like a movie. Life is strange. True Colors. Oh my I goodness. I I just finished that one and oh my gosh, it's one of those games that changes you. You know, you you know the yeah. games mm -hmm. when you're done. You're like, oh, this one. This one's gonna stick in my life, and oh yeah, this was one. I I don't I didn't, I was surprised how much I got into it, dude. I was crying. I was yeah. laughing. Like games, wow. movies and games don't make me laugh. Like genuinely, yeah. I'm, I'm not like I'm just watching them passive there. But I was like, no, way. I was like laughing. Wow, which is first for me because I was so into it. Because I don't know, I was just like yeah. ready to be into it. So. Does this stand on its own? Do I have to play the other Life is Strange games? No, it's, it's a solo this? story, completely different. Um, awesome. Yeah, so it's a okay, full, and the full game is out because they usually release it in chapters, but this was just right. getting the ends done. Uh, wow. Multiple I'm endings, but there's it's there's always a happy ending and big twist, and there's sure. lots Absolutely. of drama, and there's, oh my gosh, okay. like you can choose the relationship you go, yeah. and the voice acting is great, and the story is just so like, uh, heartfelt Moving. because it's about emotions yeah. and kind of sure. the color deals with emotions so you're kind of like you're feeling these people's emotions and there's a lot of there was a lot of relatable stuff to me so I was like oh yeah. my god like at the end I was like damn this is wow this gonna stick okay me. yeah Great. I I definitely want to play that I I'm very excited I hear people people are raving about it so that's good okay. a game that's it's really my good. game of the year right now my game of the year wow I that's hope it good. gets nominated I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Have you guys talked about the game of the year like nominations? Like what you, th what you guys think yet? Not yet. Mm, not yet. We haven't. Uh, it's, there's a lot. I think there's a I lot. Just, there's a lot, right? I'm interested to see like. Should, I mean, should... Metroid came out this week with like perfect scores. Oh. Like, which okay. is wild. Surprisingly. Like, yeah, like, like Hades won. So, right? Didn't Hades win? Yep. Hades Plus, won game of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if a game like Metroid won. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's that's it. We'll wrap it up, guys. We want to thank you for listening and watching. What a fantastic episode mm -hmm. this was. Uh, yeah. If Vincent, you, you can close us off with the letter. Yeah. Just thank you for listening and watching, guys. <laughs> Appreciate the, the support. Again, we hit 900 this week on YouTube. We're mm -hmm. so stoked about it. So if you're listening to audio platforms and you want to check out the YouTube, that would mean a lot to check that out. Uh, please follow us on TikTok too. We're posting there and join our Discord. Stay in touch with us. Uh, we got a lot of new videos coming down the pipeline and a lot of cool plans, actually, that Ryder and I, James, have been talking about recently. So, uh, yeah, hopefully those come to fruition very soon. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Yeah, get excited. Well, I'm stoked. Thanks, guys. We'll see you all next week. Sounds good. Peace out, guys.